Hey everybody and welcome to Every Month Madness, the show that knows any month is a great month to take the best of popular culture and pit it against itself in a NCAA style tournament bracket. What's up? I'm Joe Costal, the Dick Vital of pop culture, here to usher you through a November madness. It's Thanksgiving, but we're still doing Halloween as we do the Elite Eight of Halloween-adjacent, Halloween-set, Halloween-themed movies. We got the Jersey Ghouls here, we have Ed Clark, and we have a lot of fun for you. So you might want to go back and listen to our previous episode, which takes this particular bracket out to the Sweet 16. Or, if you're super into it, and who's not really feeling that Halloween vibe right now, am I right? As the turkey gets cooked, you know, as you're brining, as you're roasting, why not get a Halloween episode on? You might want to consider going back to the Jersey Ghoul episodes that take this bracket all the way out to the 32. But if you want to jump into the Halloween fun right here, that's okay too. What we've done to help facilitate that for you is you can find in our show notes the beginning bracket of this episode, which is the Elite Eight Halloween movies. And then if you're the kind of person who just can't help but the spoiler, you can also take a look at the bracket when this is all finished. I will also have the end of episode bracket, which shows the entire bracket out from the beginning up until the end, which crowns our champion Halloween movie winner. So at the end of this episode, you'll have that. Moving forward, we have a lot of great stuff coming up. We're working on our 80s TV theme song episode. So our December madness will be 80s theme songs. And we're going to make sure that there's a link in the show notes so you have a chance to vote on that. And we will also make sure that check us out on social media. You'll be able to figure out how to vote for your favorite 80s theme song. So normally on regular Every Month Madness, when we're not doing a tie-in with Jersey Ghouls, we give a buy to whichever participant gets the most listener vote. So we did not do the listener vote buy this time around, but we will do that moving forward. All right. So um, with all that said, we hope you enjoy the episode. We hope you're sticking around. We hope you review us, leave us a comment, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, me, Joe Costal, the Jersey Ghouls, and Ed Clark figure out the king of the Halloween movies. All right, you guys, so are you ready to ease our way into the elite like eight? On, like we ease on down the road? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, I like to ease on down the road. Yeah. All right, so your first one, and these are going to get harder and harder. Halloween versus Ginger Snaps. No. Halloween Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Halloween. Ginger okay. Snaps is a great movie. I love everything they did. You know, with it being about coming of age as a, as a young girl, there's love not it. enough of those movies. God, women just have it so hard. Her yeah. heightened femininity mm-hmm. and yeah. sexuality mm-hmm. is such a cool tweak on the werewolf. I agree. It was one of my favorite It's like, so takes cool. On it's such a good idea. Yeah. yeah. But the, Halloween light, if you ask me. The, cr- the credit yeah. montage in that in that movie, the montage during credits mm-hmm. is so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but the acting is rough at times in that movie. It has one of the dumbest leaf raking scenes I've ever seen in my life. A lot of leaf raking in these movies, obviously. Would you expect those girls to leaf rake with gusto? You're going to send them out and they're going to be like... That's how I rake leaves, so I I mean... And then the street hockey team that kind of laughs through the sequence at the beginning. Well, again, this I think this film was pretty low budget. And in a time where low budget was hard to do still. I mean, before it became really accessible. So that's um, the Did fair. you love the, the the guidance counselor when he watches her? He's like, I am not okay with this. And I just want all of you to it's know. All of us. I am We're not okay with this. First of all, don't call us guidance counselors. Guidance <laughs> <laughs> <Not> school counselors. <laughs> um, that's no. like when the PE teacher gets mad when he called gym teachers. That's yeah. me when I, when I get called a guidance counselor. I'm like, um, I, 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 I so often am critical of horror movies. Marissa gets so mad at me. But I, it's rare I like a horror movie I never saw before. But I really like this. And Good. All that said, I go for Halloween. Naturally. Yeah. Jackie? Halloween. Alrighty. Yeah. Not that it matters, but Ed? It's Halloween. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, it seems like a give me. All right, moving right along. I think there's going to be no surprise here. We got Trick or Treat, Our Treat versus Hell House LLC. And this one comes to you, my sweet darling. Don't piss me off. You haven't made me mad yet all day. Don't start now. You're going to piss me off. Hell House LLC. You're fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I have no skin. Obviously, I have no horse skin. Obviously, I have no No, I do. I, and I said it before. I, I am, I am blind. The fact that... Jackie, the perfect horror Halloween vibe movie. You're going to go Hell House LLC over. Because... Yeah, I am. I like going to haunts. 
And this movie is about <laughs> I a like a good haunt. No, I said I like going to haunts. Me too. And too. this is about going to a haunt and then hilarity ensues and shit hits <laughs> the fan. And I don't know. Do and like again, like song. I'm That's a huge like fan. Uh, you know, if we're going to break it down to what do I like better? Anthologies or found footage? I like found footage. I really You're putting on Hell House LLC over Trick or Treat. Absolutely. All right, fair enough. Absolutely. And maybe and maybe part You're of me maybe it's not fair, but like we also me. have the comic book. I can read the Trick or Treat graphic novel. Because it's so fucking good that they made a graphic novelization of it. Yeah, but I can read that while I'm watching Hell House it's LLC. Fucking iconic. Literally, Sam has become one of the most iconic okay, characters. good for iconic movies. Like, score one for them, but I prefer Hell House LLC. Okay. We will politely agree to disagree. I'm obviously not going to politely. Yeah, you, you will politely. You I don't have an You have a horse No, I don't have any fucking say, so fair enough. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to vote for Trick or Treat. Phew! I had to sweat there for a but, second. And the reason why is that I can't think of another movie from that era that invented a more iconic character than Sam, right? That being said. Fucking adorbs. That being said, I'm going to watch Hell House LLC over it 10 out of 10 times. Like, it's not my cup of tea. It gets so many points for having the... Thank you for creating something original in 2007. Fair. Making a terrible mess of something. Like, you know, in that same year. (laughs) That's fair. Was that the year that Rob Zombie destroyed I'm sure Rob Zombie fucked something up that year. He did. I'm mad at him about 2007. <laughs> when they see what Rob Zombie did that pissed me off that year. <laughs> Ed has the Rob Zombie. Remember how Homer had the him yes. and Edison timeline? Yes, Ed has Rob that for him and Rob Zombie. No, I mean, it is a really, really, really good movie. I'm just surprised because, like, I find so much joy in Trick or Treat. It is my every Halloween I watch it. I love, oh God, I'll save it. But yeah. I don't like either of these movies as much as you guys do. Um, I think they're both very good movies. No fucking taste. It, it is very rare <laughs> that I like a movie from 2007 at all, let alone a horror movie. Movie from 2007. Wow, why does um, everybody hate on 2007? It was just not a very it's good like year. Yeah. Now I kind of want to see what ha- um, happened. <laughs> so I had very low expectations of Hell House LLC, but I really, really enjoyed it. With that said, there, to happens. me, there's just no comparison in the Halloweenness to Trick or Treat. Do both movies depict vomiting? <gasps> Ooh. And Hell House LLC yeah. has real oh, vomit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I really. Ew, he really did? Yeah, he really puked. Ew, ew. I hate vomit scenes, too. Hey, guys, I stand corrected, and I want to formally apologize. Nothing fucking good came out in 2007. I stand corrected. Nothing good horror. Holy fuck, in general. American Gangster came out in 07, but really, even fucking regular films, it is fucking Slim Pickens with Norbit and Game Planner at the top of them. Super bad. That movie can go fuck itself. So it sounds like Hell House LLC is going bye-byes. So yeah. let me just wow, also just add this to the to the the mm. eulogy. You googly the googly <laughs> of it is not only is found footage one of my favorite genres. Mm. My absolute, and I've said this before, my absolute hands down always favorite trope in a horror movie is when something's happening in the background that you're not, like like the whole. I forget. I don't know. I don't know what that technically no, is called. No, like you, yeah. But when something <laughs> is happening in the in the background that like it's a blink and you miss no. it moment and I think that Hell House LLC a does phenomenal yeah, a moving that clown oh my oh god, my god. Yeah. it's so unsettling oh my that god like, I, they do such yeah. a good job like that's one and I think that's why it has budget. so much rewatchability yes. for me is that I'll watch it a fourth time and strictly pay attention to the background and suddenly yes. Yes. I'm seeing people in the background I'm seeing things moves in the background like it's so it makes you spooky well. dookie <laughs> it is it's some spooky dookie in, yeah. uh, in Hell House LLC. it is it's scary it's a scary movie also they even when they do it straight on it's effective because the scene with the little girl in the sheet mm-hmm. was oh, really God, scary yeah, yeah I, that, that, yeah. that yeah. really scary and that's just straight up that horror, doesn't have yeah. to come from a found footage movie Jackie, right. right like that's just a horror shooting that's just good horror movie shooting Agreed. and they do it well there and a ju- that's a jump scare really yeah and it yeah. goes for sure and it works timing for a second jump scares are duds <laughs> yeah. yeah and that is not a dud well let's yeah i mean do we have to talk I mean, there's plenty of of examples in this bracket of not executing that well not what yeah, yeah, yeah. jump failed <laughs> jump scares agree all right you guys this is so interesting that this shook out this way because the next one is Nightmare Before Christmas versus Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh, that's... I'm using your which one have I put on a lot more lately, I gotta be honest. Okay, I think I know how I'm gonna vote. By going back to an incendiary thing that I said before. 
The Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie more than it's a Halloween movie. You would not have The Nightmare Before Christmas without the iconic kind of imagery from the Ichabod one. It's just so iconic that it's kind of a no-brainer. I had to get rid of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm, interesting. That's a hot take. I agree wholeheartedly with Ed that Nightmare Before Christmas is ultimately a Christmas movie. And when it's when it's in that arena, it's less effective. I don't know that it would make the top list. It certainly doesn't make the top of my Christmas movie list. Yeah. Um, I do watch it every Christmas, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't like it as much as other people do. When I watch it, I can admire it. But I feel very disconnected from the character. I know that Jack is like a is almost iconic. The music you know, is so great. The yeah, music the music is really great, and it's very hard to make and a musical like isn't that. Isn't it? Is it a different voice than the actor and the singer? Yeah, Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman sings, singing. and Chris Sarandon and, is the voice actor of Jack. Danny Elfman really sings. Oh my god! Chris like, the first time I ever heard Yum Danny bitch. Elfman sing in the Forbidden Zone, <laughs> fell in love yeah. with Danny Elfman yeah, that's like fair. hardcore. Like to this day, like I'm a talented guy. There is, mm-hmm. there is no. I will, I will fight to the death. There is. No better sound in this entire world than, than Oingo the, Boingo. Oh wait, no, no, <laughs> just no the, 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 the sound, the, the the score from Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. I think yeah. it's perfection. Yeah. It is perfection, it is and I will fight to the death. Anybody tries to bring, I mean, we'll go all the way back to any any artist ever has that has created music as iconic and beautiful the the danny the the edward scissorhands score fair is, enough is girl perfection I, yeah i agree with that i think you got to put john williams ahead of danny elfman but i agree with no. you that danny elfman's right there he's in he's in the mount rushmore for sure yeah. i feel sure. I, I, this might be i feel like i'm not <laughs> talented enough to distinguish you know what i mean like i I love music. I love, no, I just yeah, like I just, I know I love them both. He's an Italian guy. Oh, Ennio Morricone. Yeah, yeah, he's up there too. I, I think know. the challenge would be like, how many movie themes could you whistle? And I can, with like every one of John Williams' oh themes. God, and also, I would argue his are more varied. One thing about Danny Elfman is that it is a lot very similar. It's like, very similar. Bernard it is. Herman. Bernard Herman. He's um, the, the German psych- composer. He did Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But he also, yeah, <laughs> the whole. Norman's like themes mm-hmm. is in a new hope. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like yeah. John William John Williams is like, I just personally feel this way, is here and everyone else is down here. And it's Danny Elfman is here. He's definitely here. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, there's like nobody. See, that's the bigger point is the drop off after because they edit the temporary music that now that the the composer goes in and their hands are tied because they've already edited the scene to existing scores yeah that's very true so they've broken the entire system it's the technology which is is a detriment to film you have to now the only one it's the guy from Radiohead is the only one that does movie scores that interests me now yeah I mean Trent Reznor yes Trent Reznor Trent Reznor does a lot of interesting stuff and and Disney still does a lot of interesting stuff yeah so good at everything Disney scoring is still tough the guy really that went good. to directing the Michael Giacchino or whatever did all those Pixar scores. And now he directs. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's doing that new werewolf, those, Marvel, the, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that which, is. yeah, I don't know about that. But that. but the but the but the Pixar movie scores are phenomenal. Yeah, oh, amazing! Legends to Be Hollow just it, it, that portion of that movie embodies Halloween much more than Nightmare Before all Christmas right. for me personally. Jackie, would you want Crit Nightmare? You know what? I, I want to say I think that before this round instinctively it's nightmare mm-hmm. like i i have been the danny elf not the danny elfman kid i've been the tim burton kid um <laughs> from day one really like were. i remember being a little kid and my mom taking me to hot topic so we could buy <laughs> edward scissorhands t-shirts <laughs> and you know beetlejuice stuff like i i've been a tim burton kid from the word go i think before this round it is without a doubt but I'm kind of mad at you, Ed, because you bring up an amazing point that it's mm-hmm. way more of a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie. I watch it year round. Yeah. So like it's but I, I make a point to watch it in October. I make a point to watch it in December. And I think if I have to say, like, really genre wise, Tim Burton's Christmas movie. It really right? is. Like, yeah. it's so much more of a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie. And Ichabod and Mr. Toad is 100 percent like the Halloween movie. Wait, did it come out? During the Christmas holiday? Uh, nightmare? Because like I said, like I, I saw it in the movie theater with a high fever. I begged my mom to take me. I want to say it did come out of Christmas. It makes sense. Yeah. So because, maybe that was in my fever addled brain. Came out of Halloween. October 13th, 1994. Oh, okay. You know, so let me ask you this though, Ed. We're all agreeing with you, but you're speaking thematically, right? It's a Christmas movie thematically. 
More than anything else. Yes. Okay. Because isn't like Jack Skellington like learns the spirit of Christmas, right? So then how is Die Hard not a Christmas movie? Because it doesn't fucking matter that it's Christmas in Die Hard. It absolutely (laughs) does matter that it's Christmas. It's the theme of the movie. Christmas? Yes. The theme of the movie is that none of them should be working on Christmas Eve. And oh, yeah. his, okay. he and his wife were yeah, but You could have done it on Thanksgiving. I'm it wouldn't have made a damn bit like difference. I'm not saying I like the theme of the movie because I think the theme of Die Hard is like super conservative, but it's saying like <laughs> keep the family together well, on Christmas. I don't Christmas. see it that way either. I don't see it that way either. Mm. I see Die Hard as like the first 80s action movie that's not a bunch of steroidal nonsense. And he just no. doesn't quit. He's okay. more like an Indiana no, right, Jones. Right, right. He's a perennial. No, like, it's the smartest up. of the '80s action movies. But that doesn't make it not a Christmas movie. Yeah. I just wanted to. I wanted <laughs> to point out more. that as a teacher, the love that Coraline gets. Coraline oh, has surpassed Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. It is they so beloved. Yeah, my, they love themselves both. My nine-year-old niece is obsessed with Coraline and has been for a few years now. To the point where she was at my mom's house and she wanted to watch Coraline and my mom had never seen it. And as they're watching it, my mother is like, you like this movie? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not scared? And she was like, I love this movie. Coraline has become kind of like the new yeah. Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. And I'm not sure if I, which one I feel is is better. Uh, Personally. I like both. I have one thing, yeah. I like both. Uh, Ichabod takes it and we move on to the last in this round, which is the worst witch versus Hocus Pocus. The worst witch was a staple in the Ghost Owl House. Correct. We loved it. We loved it by proxy. Mm-hmm. It's, it holds up. Tallulah loved it. Henry loved it. They really, they really liked it. The production you value mean Harry is Potter, just pre Harry Potter so bad. The production value is so bad. Mm-hmm. Why is it so bad? It doesn't need to be so bad. It is not so old that the production value needs to be so bad. <laughs> you would think um, it was that. Are you that, eating right now? No. Oh, okay. No, I have. Was, a, I noticed I, I didn't say anything. Was the worst was a made-for-TV movie, or was that a... Was, BBC. Yeah. Okay. It was technically a made-for-TV. Okay. It was made-for-TV, but it was made-for-TV for the BBC. Okay. And then it was licensed to HBO, which is how we... Oh, okay. Um, with that said, I mean, Tim Curry, National Treasure. I love that sequence so much. I love Charlotte Ray so much. Charlotte Ray is my I favorite. love Mrs. Hardbroom. I love that Diane Riggins is even in that movie. Mm-hmm. I am fucking flabbergasted that J.K. Rowling's doesn't get fucking sued. tangle with that movie's existence. I don't want her to get sued. I'm a writer. Everything comes from something. I don't need her to get sued. But fucking admit that you saw that shit. You were a little, you were a young, you were a teenage girl in England where it was fucking made. The book was written in the same country yeah, it was, you come it was from. Huge, there yeah. is no way you didn't know about it. It's Star It's It's A New Hope and The Worst Witch. They had a baby and it's called and Harry it's Potter. Called. Yeah, fair. You know, I agree. I absolutely agree that like everything comes from somewhere. You know, even subconsciously, but at least be a fucking decent person and be like, I well, we know she's not a decent person. Well, that's so, very true. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> the production value just doesn't need to be that bad. But I just, uh, most of what I feel for it is nostalgia and the nostalgia is so good. With all of that said, I have to go hocus pocus. Fair, fair. I kind of agree with everything Jackie, you said. Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't have the nostalgia factor because I only saw the worst witch a couple of years ago. Again, thanks <laughs> to you. But I loved it. I really did. And it's something that, like, I happily watched again before we recorded. I was excited that it was on the list and I had no problem sitting back and watching it. And, oh, the, and the, Tim, the Tim Curry song is just, it's something. Oh my God, just, I love it It's all. so over the top and it just makes me, it's so indulgent and 80s and excessive. And it's, it's better wonderful. better than a video. It's absolutely wonderful. But I mean, Hocus Pocus is just, it's, it's, it's Hocus Pocus. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've been to Salem. I've seen the houses where they, you know, I've seen Max's house. I've, I've seen Allison's mansion. Like and I, I've, I've been, I, yeah, I, I can't gush about Hocus Pocus enough that I, I genuinely get excited this time of year seeing that movie. It's it's one that I don't really want to watch any other time. Like, I don't do a Christmas story until it rolls 24 hours on TBS. I'm not a watch that, like, to kick off the season kind of thing. And for me, I feel like this is the only time I want to watch Hocus Pocus. Oh, for sure. I don't really feel that passionately. I'm going to go with Hocus Pocus just on just being more, you know, widely known. Um, man, I like Diana Rigg. Oh God, right? Oh, uh, she. You know, she's so in my my real hot take is how much I like on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and she's just such a beautiful Bond. I really girl. like that too. 
don't know. I just wanted to talk about Diana Rigg for mm-hmm. a minute. That's Fair enough. I'm yeah. Good. She's in the spank bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, 100%. Mildred Hubble was my spirit animal growing mm-hmm. up. She's still my spirit animal. I think if one character really personifies me in a lot of different unfortunate ways, it's that character. I adore her. And I just love Miss Mrs. Garrett and everything about the worst witch. But yeah, focus. fair. Hocus Pocus. Stinky. Smelly. Evil, Evil wicked room. You'll be right at home. Uh, I'm gonna do an acoustic covers album of the worst yeah. songs. You please guys. do, but please be as, be as like, expressive as yeah, you. Like, I'm gonna do it at the coffee house. Everybody in that movie is hamming the shit out of it. Yeah, even the people the who don't know. The man be a toad in your bass guitar. Yeah, no. Right? <laughs> He's like Mick Jagger. Yeah. Yeah. All your sister could turn into a Joey, bass. not the grand wizard for no good reason. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I thought it was his technicolor green screen. Wow. That no, that's what you get when you become oh. the grand wizard. And you know what? Let's say this too. Like, what a fucked up movie that is. So, first of all, why is everybody so awful to Mildred? She literally does nothing that bad in this entire movie. Then, what what does she get for saving the fucking school? She gets to fly with Tim Curry. This middle-aged man's gonna take you into the night like Benny Mardones. That's like being a Benny Mardones reference. It's my show. Talk on that. Talk on that. It's my show. There are definitely people swooning over Tim Curry. I was gonna say. You need to let it go. Not eight-year-old British girls in 1989. What if they saw saw Rocky Horror Picture Show? That's right. He is super hot. He's super hot in Rocky Horror, and he's super hot in uh, Clue. (laughs) So so suck on that. Also, I'm telling you, if I save the day and somebody's like, Mercy, you could ride on Tim Curry, like, you know, Marissa, you can ride on Tim Curry. I'll be like, right on there. I'll ride on his little wall. Poor Tim Curry. I will ride. Yeah. <laughs> what? Bro, she went post stroke. Curry. Wow. What's the next movie? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Sorry, I would be really excited to ride the bird with him. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't say it well. But that's what I'm trying to say. Cutting that all out. I just want, right. did you see that was really like, and then, this, could you imagine her going home after break and being like, so then I well, say, I'd be most concerned about all the school people. kicking her out just out on the street. <laughs> and all these people who were really messed up to me, then they all Clapped. cheered yeah, while well, I rode with a middle aged man, old man on a into room. the sky. It's, it's a good prize. All right, you guys, we are out. We are up to the final four. So let's see who will prevail. On one side, we've got Halloween versus Trick or Treat. All right, Jackie, you're up first, kid. Oh man! Yeah, I think I'm the other way. They 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 both make me feel. They both evoke the same feelings. They both make me kind of feel the same way. Trick or treat! You did the right thing. (laughs) I did, and on honestly, and I'll tell you why I voted that way. And again, like I know you love Laurie Strode. I don't hold Laurie Strode as high as many people do. I'm gathering that I'm alone in my yeah. Like I, I I well I feel like a lot of people they throw her in the final girl category. Which she's a survivor girl at best and not a final girl. Trick or treat moves through for me. Halloween. Halloween. I said, I, I just said I don't have TikTok, but I definitely saw that viral video where the little boy is dressed as Michael Myers and he's like Aww. walking on the hay bales and he falls. Yes, that And then he gets he stood up, up so and he, he gets up like in character. <laughs> so I, to me, there wouldn't be a trick or treat without Halloween. Like it, it just is so iconic. And then the other thing, and it was like a random thing that really want to talk about Halloween for, is it created the archetype of the killer. And it's Nick Castle's performance, which is inimicable. Everyone else gets it wrong. They don't do the breathing right. They don't do the walking right. And there's just something about that. And the fact that a little boy could sit up with a mask on and understand that there's so much nuance to that. And that the fact that it continues to just be a thing. I just don't think 20 years from now, people will be talking about trick-or-treat the same way they talk about Halloween. And so I have to go Halloween. That's fair. I'm tossing it over to Joe. I'm so mad that I have to decide this because I I could be swayed either way. When I was in middle school, my best friend in the whole world, Kevin Oliver and I had a subscription to Fangoria magazine. He paid for it because our parents would have never let me. Nice. So he got to look at the magazine first and then he'd hand it over to me. In the back of that, because to show you what the time frame that this is happening, in the back of every episode of every issue of Fangoria at that time, they'd have this little comic where it was Freddie, Mike Myers, and Jason doing funny 
buddy shit together. Like they were just making fun of the, you know, the most iconic horror figures of that time. One time Kevin and I were looking at Fangoria in bathroom of school, you know, like cutting our little class, like meeting up together in the bathroom. And we left the the issue there and he remembered it and went back for it. And when he did that, he and he got the magazine and brought it back and he showed me after school that a kid took the time to take a pen and write, and I'm gonna say this word that I would never say, but just to give you a sense of both the time and the way that kids talk and just the, the, the gravity of it. He said, written on a marker over that page was, fuck Freddy, fuck Jason, they're pussies, Michael Myers, exclamation point. Okay. And at that moment, at that time, I would have probably agreed with that kid. Michael Myers seemed to be the most badass of the big three. I'm not sure his power lives on though. I'm not sure that if you, if you, Ed, you want to use the argument that would we have one without the other? Can't we also equally use the argument that this franchise has just been destroyed? It has been sold for parts at this point. It is an absolute mockery of itself. Also, but isn't that Halloween? Also, to use your own argument against you, isn't Halloween about kids? And somehow, somehow trick or treat seems to bring that notion to the table but which in the playful way it presents. Trick or treat's scarier. Uh, it is scarier, and I'll give you one. <laughs> trick or treat. My 100%. teenagers like trick or treat vastly more than Halloween. My kids love trick or treat. Ha- Halloween doesn't hold up for them at all. No. In fact, they found it laughable. Yeah, my kids were like bored with it. They, they, they thought it was boring. I would never let that run the day on its own. I will say this, and I told you this already. I, I, I got you prepared for this. I'm not sure Halloween is that Halloween-y in the end. No, I agree. I don't know if Halloween's not called Halloween, it would even have gotten the first spot in our bracket. I think if Halloween's called Psycho Killer Night, nothing but the production value changes. It was originally supposed to be called. It wasn't originally supposed the to be called. The production, Halloween. the easy production value of it being Halloween works. Now, I will say this, since I am ultimately going to vote for Trick or Treat, and I know that that's really controversial, but I am going to vote for Trick or Treat, and I will tell you this. What Halloween does really, really well... <laughs> is give you the foreboding of twilight. Yes. Of create that idea that night is coming and when night comes, you're fucked. And it happens in school and it happens through the day. And when Lori's walking home and the sun is setting, man, that's autumnal. You want to talk about autumnal? That feeling of like, holy shit, it's dark out before I'm even done with my regular day is to me the most Halloween thing about Halloween. And honestly, it's the scariest part of Halloween for me because that idea of like, you only, I love the fact that that movie takes place on one day. I'm not saying I don't like Halloween as a movie because I really love Halloween as a movie. I love the fact that we see that whole day. A lot of movies that are whole day movies, you're like, why? We didn't need to be the whole day. Why are we the fucking whole day? Movie could have started at three, could have started at four. Halloween could not. Halloween needs to be, you need the day to juxtapose the night. And that's the most autumnal thing about it for me. But everything else about Halloween is found in trick or treat. I, I, so it's gone, right? Yeah. yeah. I had one more, I had a closing yeah, no, Halloween yeah, argument. Close it, yeah. I realize that it's become a monster. I read, I just read the summary for the third one and the David Gordon Green one, which I thought they were all awful. But when I leave tonight, I'm I'm going home to work on my Halloween costume. (laughs) So for me, Halloween has, and I think it runs through everything that I love. I had this vicious DIY streak, and that is ultimately the most Halloween thing about Halloween is that from the opening shot, which is literally a piece of cardboard over the camera, to the idea that John Carpenter writes the most like iconic horror score himself, that do-it-yourself, that's fascinating to me. That's the, that's the purest spirit of Halloween that I can think of. The irony is, is that it's become this disgusting, oh man, if Rockman was here, he would strangle me. I don't think Friday the 13th is as good. I don't think Nightmare on Elm Street are as good. I think they're kind of derivative of it. And it, bur- it like becomes this hideous monster of commercialization. And then we get like spirit of Halloween and all that in its pure sense, the first movie is so DIY and like punk rock. And I love that about the movie. I guess it makes me feel Halloween-y for that reason. So I think if you show Trick or Treat to a kid, it's not going to say to you, hey, you can be a filmmaker. But Halloween says to a kid, you can do this and you can do it yourself. So that's my closing Halloween argument. I, I think that's all fair, yeah. I will say he stole that opening sequence from Black Christmas and I'll die on that Yes, hill. yeah, from mm-hmm. Bob Clark. I yeah. will die on that hill. Uh, and wasn't the, and, the theme song, isn't that a piano warm-up? 
I feel like I've heard him talk about it, that, yeah. that it's like a sped up he version of a piano yeah. warm-up. Yeah. And then the other thing I that, that I will say, in, yeah. de- in yeah. defense of Laurie Strode, real quick, since we're, we're you, you Googleizing it, what they did with her in the new Halloween was so fucking poignant and brilliant, and it spoke to an understanding of the final girl and where she would belong now in our modern society in a way that was literally beautiful to me. And not in a while have I been so moved by a characterization and a thematic evolution of a final girl that I got to see her grown up. I got to see what would become of all these final girls who were throwaways for the world in the 80s. I was like, now it's cool to talk about final girls. It's cool that I can fucking buy a shirt with them on it. But nobody gave two fucks about them back in the day. They were just this bullshit. And, And to see her grown up, right, they were they were objectified and they were oh they're they, you know oh they didn't have sex and they lived <laughs> but like to see Lori Strode as a grown woman who had trauma and suffered her whole life because of her run-ins with Michael was a fucking beautiful and poignant way to take it it's a shame they shit the bed with it for the rest of the series but mm-hmm. I am I don't want to hear I, I like get frustrated with everybody shitting on the new movies because that first one was fucking beautiful the way her daughter and her granddaughter were affected by it and then Michael comes back was a fucking brilliant take on this. But wouldn't it have been good if they just ended it there? That, that was my thought. Right? Exactly and, 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 and I'm not trying to be overly negative. No, if only. Yeah, and also, <clears throat> in all fairness, didn't Halloween H2O kind of already establish that? Well, I mean, and they I didn't liked do it well. What they did there, but it wasn't done well. And it also was, I liked the trauma of it and I liked the whole sibling thing. I thought that it was a cool take, but I just thought this new one was so fucking beautiful. I really do. But what you're talking um, about is trauma. You're talking about Correct. seeing the trauma, um, the in, trauma in the trauma of the final girl and, and come that, to life. And that being an extension of, of the what's final cool girl's the final entire girl. story. Right. Thank but, you. But neither yes. of those ideas are Halloween y, right? No, I, th- I, think, I think a lot of, I think trauma and Halloween go so beautifully hand in hand. Maybe that's a good um, point. I think the reason why Halloween affects I, us the way it does is because of trauma. I just think life. what but you're anyway. both saying is that it's a, it's a good film. It's but a it's great just film, not as good as arguing. No, I think. I don't think Sugar Tree is a better film. No, I don't either. But I think that Sugar Tree is a more Halloweeny film. That's the two. Yeah. Yep. And that's and, yeah. Halloweeny is such a dumb that's adjective yeah, to encapsulate all no, this big okay. thinking. We're doing. All right. Now, Ichabod versus Hocus Pocus, y'all. Who gets to uh-huh. move forward? Ichabod. I don't really like Hocus Pocus. I don't like okay. Disney Ooh, and horror. Okay. I just don't like kids' movies that much. It's funny that I was the guy that was initially saying that Halloween is for kids. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I, I, it's not scary. Mm-hmm. I want a little more... A little more meat on your A little more creepiness, and there's a little creepiness with the headless horse. I agree. I think it's really well done. Yeah. Goodbye, Disney. Oh, this is is well. They're both Disney. Modern Disney. Modern Disney. Yeah, modern Disney. Yeah. So this is this is a good. This is a really good Final Four. We did this right. I mean, I think I think these are the movies that exemplify all. One hundred percent. And not just for us, but probably for most of our culture. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Hocus Pocus is for me has run out of its steam here because I think that at the end of the day, now finally these there are two movies that that encapsulate Halloween to an equal playing field for me. Like both these movies are so exemplify Halloween. One for my generation, one for my kids' generation for sure. I would never watch Hocus Pocus not for my children. I watched really? it with my I watched it as a father first. I never saw it before that oh, I um, because I was in college when Hocus Pocus came out. 90, I would have like missed it. Oh no! Okay, so I was I was a junior in high school, but I, oh, I just had no reason. Just to like yeah, it. I remember loving it because it was like our age. You um, know? I, I I was of the age that you would. Is have it fair been, to say that's like a, almost a little too old for it? Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, just yeah, a, yeah. No, just I think it's so, a bit. I was too old for it, right? I probably You'd thought be aware Jessica Parker yeah. was hot and then I wouldn't have cared any other way. I missed it. But watching it as a dad, it came to take on meaning for me because it was something I could share with my kids. They could be Halloween. You know, it, it's scary, but not so scary. They love Binks. They love the zombie. They, you know, it had that Everyone's element of like, <laughs> don't you love these characters? Mm-hmm. And they could be beloved as well. That like Monster Squad does, right? Because Monster Squad, the, the little girl and Frankenstein so sweet. Those of us who love scary stuff like that idea a lot but besides that i mean when you re- when i rewatched hocus pocus for this i was like wow there's just, just not there's elements of this movie that just are so weird there's like you know i don't i don't know if the movie holds up that well but when i rewatched ichabod and mr cream the, the the segment about sleepy hollow the, the sleepy hollow segment was just so well done and 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 the fact that it's about a school teacher and the fact that that idea of like keeping kids in line and now's the time of the year where you follow your studies and you know Washington Irving was very much writing a a story about American pioneer ruggedness against European intellectualism right like Ichabod represents 
the the kind the cultured suave European that was there in the Hudson River Valley in the 19th century with these sort of like steadfast bulky what's the um, the nationality that most of those people were you know where Knickerbockers come from the the Dutch yeah the this Dutch oh, like the Quaker descendant Dutch. yeah the yeah. Quaker Dutch descendant farmer who didn't give a shit about your books and your learnedness. And then Katrina Van Tassel being this like buxom, you know, like like prize, right? Like who's going to win this prize, right? She's plump as a partridge is how Irving says it. And I loved that high school kids never got what he was talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Bodacious boobies, sis. That's all at play here, right? Who's going to win this prize and the prize being representative of the of this country of America, this 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 part of the world which was at a was at odds with each other and somehow that comes through in a fucking cartoon somehow irving's theme still lives through the cartoon and yet it's got really cool visuals to keep little kids interested it's got a very creepy but not too creepy sequence when ichabod hits the hits the road it's got bing crosby singing a bing crosby song singing really the only song anybody today who it was not ridiculously and nerdily into that part of our of our culture would know that's not a Christmas song, right? What do you know from me, Crosby? It's not a Christmas song. Maybe only yeah, this, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that right there, what you just did, Marissa, is why I choose Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yeah, Jackie, you're, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, this is one where um, either one goes through makes sense to me. All right, folks. So I think you know what it comes down to. It is trick or treat versus Ichabod Ooh. and Mr. Toad. Interesting. Jackie, right? No. Who's Jackie? Yeah, it goes. No, no, no it goes to you, Joe. It's me. You're first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 is right. I read Legends to be Halloween. My kids every Halloween. I read uh, Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas every Halloween. I'm lucky enough every now Halloween. at this point every Christmas. <laughs> I love I'm lucky enough Grinch. now to have gotten into the tradition where instead of me reading How the Grinch Stole Christmas, I do a hell of a Grinch too. One day I will. Beguile you all. Um, the where I have them, they all now read a portion of it, and it's beautiful. So that great. Is, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. Everyone's in a great. Yeah, everyone's in a great smile. <laughs> you said that about Halloween, by the way, and I did want to stop you because you were on such a roll, but I wanted to so badly. Right, you said every once in a while the film comes. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh my god, I really said, oh god. <laughs> but you were on, you were, I said it you, were, you were in that place yeah. where you're like looking well, to somewhere. I didn't want to get Yeah, I would have been sad, but I would have deserved it. <laughs> so I bring up all of this about Sleepy Hollow and my kids to say this. I, I was the kind of person that fell asleep watching Dawn of the Dead. My sister had a weird fascination with scary shit when she was little. She was a weird little kid. And I was able to facilitate that for her. Mm-hmm. I think I've had an effect upon your love of movies. I think I've had an effect 100%. upon your music uh, taste. 100%. I think I was a good older brother in that way. Whereas maybe I wasn't a good older brother in a lot of ways. ways. But I was a good older brother, at least in that way. Mm-hmm. With that said, when I had kids, I suddenly got very scared. And we're going to talk about this more mm-hmm. when we talk about trauma and horror movies. I was never scared of scary movies. I could fall asleep to The Exorcist, but when I had kids, all of a sudden, I got extremely scared of everything that was most to be supposed to be scary. I think that when you have children, you get this really strange new way of looking at the macabre because you're scared of death suddenly in a new way. Because all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, if something happens to me, what the fuck are these little people gonna do? It is the single most terrifying feeling I've ever experienced personally. Now I'm not saying everybody goes through this, me personally, single most terrifying feeling of my life. It took me out of horror movies for a good decade. I, I couldn't watch them. Couldn't watch Night of the Living Dead. Couldn't watch anything, anything. Romero, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, movies I loved, couldn't watch them. And then one day, my sister said, you have to watch this movie. You have to watch this movie. It's going to be okay. You're going to be, and I'm like, no, Marissa, I don't watch horror movies anymore. I don't watch horror movies anymore. I don't watch horror movies anymore. She's like, Joey, just watch this movie with me. We're going to sit down here together. It's the middle of the day. It's not going to be too, it's not too scary. Just watch it. And it was trick or treat. And it was a fucking delight. And for the first time in a long time, I was like, I just had so much fun watching a horror movie again. I had so much fun with a movie that's legitimately scary. And has really good uh, practical effects in it. It's good, some good CGI effects too. It's good, really good effects in it. Holy shit. 
It's got the adorable, uh, what's the witch, the true blood, Anna, uh, Paquin. Anna Paquin in it. It's got, what's his name the with the glasses, the shovels? Oh, what's his name? He's a delight, too. He is a delight. It's got film. so much good stuff in it. What's more Halloween than that, right? Because Halloween, at the end of the day, and I've been saving this in my pocket. Brian Cox, right? Yeah. What's his <laughs> Sorry, name? Brian Cox. Brian right? Cox. Oh, Brian. I've been saving this in my back pocket. What does Halloween mean, Ed just said? Ed said we got to come back to the, to the pith the fundamental question is, what does Halloween mean? Mm-hmm. Halloween is our the way we can access all the scary shit. Yep. It's a pathway to which we take the shit that's really hard to deal with otherwise, and we make it fun, we make it kiddish, we make it juvenile enough to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because all the shit that Halloween's based on is heavy, heavy death shit. Mm-hmm. And... And when I had kids, I was existentially involved in heavy, heavy death shit. And then trick or treat helped me out of that. And the thing, the part of what trick or treat helped me out of that with was how Halloween ish it is. Yeah, it's it's the ultimate Halloween. And I cannot believe that I just voted for trick or treat to be the winner of this fucking bracket because it's not that good a movie. (laughs) But I think trick or treat edges out Mr. Toad. All right. Yes. Jackie. Oh, she's still on the fence. Come on, Jackie. Don't let her pressure you, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, do the right thing. One of Sam's rules is you can't vote against trick or treat in a weird Halloween bracket. Oh, my oh God. So you, you know, be careful. Very be careful. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of his um, more obscure rules in Halloween. Yeah, honestly, I think I, I think it's it's got to be trick or treat. And I would say, I'm not gonna lie. I would say that it, that that is my vote, mostly because when we look at Ichabod and Mr. Toad, the Ichabod portion is fantastic oh, it's a good but, point, but mr toad is the mr toad part i love it oh, it's great but yeah it's there's like point. a good no there's, said that yet. there's yeah, a half hour of the, the movie in the room. there is a the half hour of that movie that while place still place. like a tumble yeah, cozy it vibe. A you know it vibe. it's not it's when not it's it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't add up for me i love both of them i you know but Halloween. <sighs> yeah, I say, I say, trick oh, makes treat. my heart so happy as someone who's obsessed with that film. So well, it doesn't matter, right? Doesn't yeah, but matter. it does matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I would you have voted? What would you? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. I, do, I just don't really care for trick or treat. Fair. So, um, but I think those are all valid points. That it's fun. It gets the most points for me for finally creating something unique that you could actually buy in a Halloween costume store because it's that iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a rare it's hard new to icon. Find. Yeah, it's hard to find a new icon, and they definitely made one with Sam. But it's got werewolves in it. It does have werewolves in it. Mm, it's just, an awesome play. I, I'm the just like red so. It's such a I'm so uh, just lukewarm on it in general. Fair, but yeah. that I mean, it random hocus pocus and Halloween tidbit is that they both went viral recently for very different reasons. Yeah. which are very interesting. So like, there's like a mom on the internet warning parents oh, that like the, the devil will get their kids with like, if only. Ho- like if they watch Hocus Pocus too, we have like, really? a- yeah, oh, now do they mean done. Gary Marshall? Because if they mean they, Gary then, Marshall. Yes, he will get <laughs> and then, you know, we were talking about the kid dresses, Michael Myers, but uh, yeah. I don't Ed know. wanted Halloween. Right. Well, that, that was going to be my next yeah. question. Yeah. Of, was, in a, was in a perfect bracket, what wins for you? Halloween. This ho- okay. Yeah, trick or treat wins for me. And I guess it's my weird, strange love of John Carpenter. I think that I love Carpenter. When I was ranting about my hatred of Rob Zombie, it was attached to my fanboy like worship of John Carpenter. Yeah. And plus, it has the thing in it. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about what we were saying about, <laughs> like, I think, I think Carpenter, we, right, you and I were talking about, like, what we love about Carpenter is he seems to just love movies. He's known in the horror Yeah, he genre. doesn't seem that beloved of, of Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's just something he did for money, I think. Yeah, yeah. And what I, I think I love and why I think we, we did make the right choice and why we wound up here is because Sam is literally the, per- like, Trick or Treat is the perfect summation all, all the best things about halloween it goes all the way back to like this the some win i always say that wrong song wins Salwin traditions it takes all that folklore it takes everything we nostalgically loved as kids all the creepiest shit about halloween and mushes it up and it makes this movie where it's like creep show and like all these other films mm-hmm. where the bad guy there's a moral code to it where the people who die are people you don't want to see die right from the little bully kid all the way straight through and well, it's and, not fair the woman who just wants to take down the decorations so that doesn't no she fair. shouldn't have fucking taken down the decorations <laughs> it's anti-commercial yeah. in that way though too which anti-commercial. you you're always kind of standing up for yeah I guess she's the only one who really didn't but, to, but the rest point, of them did though to poke a hole in that same argument commercialism is also sort of the point of Halloween because oh, it's 
this is America, you know? Yeah, that's true. But to me, it's one of the least commercial of all of our holidays. Really? I mean, it's the second most lucrative economically for the country. It is, but it's also, I would argue, the one that's least likely. Like, I don't know about you, but one of the reasons I love Halloween is because it's not, it doesn't come with the stress of presents and like financially supporting. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I fucking loathe some of the other holidays for that very reason. But everything about Trick or Treat, I think the right movie one. I think I'm with you though. Halloween would have been my second choice. Anybody else have one that they wanted to win over anything else? I don't think I knew of one that was going to stand above. No. Uh, 31. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really just I mean, thought it about does, it again. It it's, it, you know, it is there. You know, that is the date of Halloween. Oh, so so well, that's that's fair. Yeah. House of a Thousand would have been the only other one I would have wanted to see go a little further. Just really? and I'm not saying that to piss you off. I'm sorry. No, I know I'm how not. you feel. <laughs> I just think it's it's one of my favorites. Just selfishly, I love to watch I, it around I really Halloween time. Wanted movies on this bracket. I I, I kind of wanted a Perfect World on this bracket, um, but I felt that by the time I, I was pushing it. too hard anyway. It wouldn't have survived. I, I'm glad Lady and I'm glad you guys watched Lady and White. It's an interesting movie. I'm, I'm glad, glad you guys it, watched yeah. Kenny and Company. I wish Ed would have watched The Midnight Hour, but you can't have everything. I tried. And I'm what's sorry. Go watch Murder the Party. That you're gonna, that you, you have to watch Murder Party. Oh, Murder yeah, Party. You have to watch Murder Party. You have to watch Murder Party. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're going to love Murder I could gush about Green Room being like my yeah. favorite thing ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to really yeah. like Murder Party. Joe, do you want to conclude your episode? Oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot it was my episode. Okay. Yeah. What a comeback. This was like Elvis in 66. That's what this was like. I feel like I fit into the leather yeah, pants you, again. You I feel ass. like I rolled my arm around. Peanut butter banana yeah. sandwich. Are you ready to go? <laughs> peanut butter banana sandwich. And I'm going to make it happen. I got the little round stage. Yep. It feels somehow both nostalgic and relevant. And I'm a hunk of hunk of burning love, Marissa. I am weak tits. I am bodacious boobies. <laughs> I'm a bag of fucks. What is it? You're a bowl of fucks. I'm a bowl of fucks, people. And this has been Every Month Madness. Thank you, Ed Clark. You're welcome. Leave us with your favorite. I got a good ending real quick. Your favorite of all time Halloween costume. For me? For you that you had when you were a child. Yeah, your favorite. What was the best Halloween costume? Honestly, I'm more into it now. Okay, what's your best Halloween oh, costume? God, it's the year we were the Lego movie. Yeah, that was a good year. That was so much fun. These guys do Halloween in this, yeah, in this school. I've seen they do it up. hard. I'm, big, yeah. I'm jealous. I, I my miss, school doesn't. It's what I miss most about now being with them down there teaching. You know our theme this year. I can say it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's classic Nintendo. <gasps> so so I, I have to be on Link. So here's here's a good Halloween story is another coworker of mine. Like he was at Spirit of Halloween. He's like, I just saw a Master Shield. It's 20 bucks. And I'm like, literally, I bought like foam board and I made a shield and I'm like, it doesn't look good on the side. So I'm like taping every corner and edge of it. And and I've already spent more than $20 making this (laughs) stupid shield. And then I'm like oil priming it in the dark at night. Who has ever met you would call you from Spirit of Halloween? Alton. (laughs) Can I ask a question? Is it Spirit of Halloween? I've never called it Spirit of Halloween. Oh, what is it called? I think it's just Spirit Halloween. I think Halloween. it's Spirit Halloween. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I just thought it was funny. No. I thought maybe I fucked that no, up. No, no, no. I, I have just calling it like the Wheel of Fortune. I have worked for them. You worked for Spirit of Halloween? Yes. I built, um, I, I did two things, but one thing I did was I helped build a Nightmare Before Christmas themed piece for the uh, photo shoots in the catalog wow, and I helped really cool. rebuild a uh, haunted house. So before it became a thing, I used to dumpster dive outside of the stores at the day after Halloween because they used to throw away full on animatronics, like thousands and thousands of dollars. And I used to take all the costumes and put them in the donation bins for charity because they would just throw them all away. But now it's like such a thing and like fucking TikTok ruined it for me because now every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry knows about it. Oh, so it's impossible wow. to go and get all this stuff. But I would get like so many animatronics, so much shit and just donate it all to charity because the girls were too scared. So I couldn't put it at the house. So, oh, but yeah, God. it was such a sin that they would just throw all that shit away. So that was one thing that made me hate them. I was like, what the fuck? You know, they're money? getting a horror movie. I, yeah, I'm actually kind of excited. And, like, it doesn't look do bad. People do this weird thing. Like when the stores open, they like camp out in front yeah, of them. Yeah, it's true. I don't know how to feel about them. Because I went on my whole rant on like DIY. I, it's that weird thing with Halloween for me where it's ultimately that was the complexity of the movie Halloween that it's like mm. Halloween is, I think, kind of a like kind of an oxymoron in a weird way. See, uh, no, God. So for me, like, I think I never we were never privileged enough to be able to just go to the store and buy costumes. So for me, Halloween is like a fucking 
awesome. This is the spirit of Halloween. Spirit of Now I'm calling it Spirit of Halloween. Spirit's such a fucking cool place because I can do the thing for my kids that I was never able to do, which is go buy them the designer costume, which means so much to me because A, I have no fucking talent for this shit. So I'm so in awe of your talents. But, and B, I just, I'm like, see, I'm giving them a little better than I had because my mom made me always do DIY costumes and I didn't want to. So it, it's fun there. Also, I am guilty of kind of not camping out, but being really excited when they open and like going, going in there in like August all the way down from the beach because the flagship store is right around here yeah. for the area because mm-hmm. they have cool shit that collectible nerds like me can't get anywhere else. Like I wish, I wish I could be at Spirit Halloween all year round because I fucking got the coolest fucking globe light thing for the haunted mansion and I get like a fucking mug and I'm so excited to get swag for the shit that I'm geeky about. And I love that it's accessible to the world. So that's my why I love Spirit Halloween rant. Hmm. <laughs> Can I throw a shout out to my favorite screen queen, Barbara Crampton? I love Barbara I Crampton. I love Barbara Crampton. Oh, if you're out there, Barbara Crampton, so I love you. She's actually so sweet in real life, too. She's like some of my tweets before. Has she? Um, and I told like a coworker, and then he was like, I had dinner with her. <gasps> no way. Wow. Um, a lot of the people that we've talked about tonight have excellent social medias. They do. They're, they're mm-hmm. oh, they have fun. <laughs> oh, All right. All so right, you did favorite, your act. Favorite, uh, no, I didn't, we didn't go oh. around. Your favorite uh, costume, quick. The puppy that I wore nonstop no, I as a child. Oh, God, yeah. It's just the same well, goddamn thing every year. Um, probably the year I was a Cabbage Patch Kid. Oh, mm. I can see that being really so cute. So sweet. You um, are a Cabbage plugs. Kid. I'm sorry. Plugs. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to check Jersey Ghouls out at, on all your favorite podcast apps and social media apps. We are so happy to be here. And uh, everything that Marissa just said. And also, uh, I have another podcast called The List We Missed. <gasps> yeah, you do. Me and my friend AJ are finally watching the movies that everyone else already has. So check us out on social and- media. And your favorite podcasting app, just look for The List We Miss. And if I can just say how much I love The List We Miss, because I just yell at them in my car. Because A, I can't believe they've never seen these movies before. And B, their takes on them are so fucking adorable. Because she's also doing it with a kid who's super young. He's a little whippersnapper. Um, AJ is... He's not. It's the, our dynamic is not only is he one of my closest friends, it's like the male-female dynamic. He's 10 years younger than me. So, so there's the generational yeah. gap really plays into it sometimes. A little cute little awesome. millennial. Yep. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Coming up on Every Month Madness in the coming months, we will have a special TV themes episode in which uh, Marisa will uh, join us again. Um, we're going to have Jackie back for a special Pearl Jam episode and more special guests. We'll get Ed back in here in no time. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for helping me resurrect. Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. Oh, it's like my show. You can do it. Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> a jamboree, they break it up with English glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst. That's why he's mine on Halloween night. But when he goes a-jogging across the land, holding his noggin in his hand, demons take one look and groan, and hit the road for parts unknown. Beware, take care, he rides alone. And there's no spook like Spookit's birds. They don't like him, and he's really burnt. He swears to the longest day he's dead. He's sure that he can get ahead. They say he's tired of his flaming top. He's got a yen. So he rides one night in the fire, head in the hollow hill.